The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Hey, nerds. Discover your geeky haven with Toink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's a It's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am crew. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push... I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to an old school issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It's a throwback issue. It is. God, I'm trying to remember how I did the intro back then. Welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It's your host, Eric, and myself, Mike, I think is what I used to say when it was this scenario. <laughs> well, I just tagged out from for Kylan this week because, uh, you know, I was still I was still getting over my uh, unwanted visit from Aunt Rona. Uh, feel, feeling better, but still have like zero energy. Yep. No, no, that feeling. Now Kylan's out. And so, well, you know, hopefully. Well, Kylan's okay. not out. He, he's out because, well, he had to go take a joyride in the hella, hella bus. <sighs> he gets another speeding ticket. He's paying for it himself. The well, last time he did it, Natasha put him in the hospital. That wasn't that long ago. Well, he's, he's going to learn sooner or later. True. But he thinks he's a Bonsai. Look, I don't care if he acknowledges that no matter where you go, there you are. There's only one Dr. Buckaroo Bonsai. There is. Him. Hey, we could talk about it because I think we did mention Buckaroo Bonsai did have a comic with Marvel at one point. That's true. That is true. So we could we could safely use that reference. So um, check out the homepage. It's behind still. I'll get it caught up. I promise. Um, promises, promises. All I ever get around here. But check out our right-hand side of the page where you can check out our affiliates like Biddy Boomers. Use code WeebyGeeks for 15% off your purchase on some great Bluetooth speakers from them. You know, it's been a while. It's been a while, but I've still, I still use mine. I still, I still use mine. I haven't looked on the site in a while. 
So I want to see what the latest uh, Marvel offers are. I'm going to do Marvel, not Star Wars. Okay. Bigger Spider-Man, 8-inch, $79.99. Wow. Yeah. This, oh, that's Groot. This thing is Do you see this? Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. looking that's, that's Spider-Man's huge. Holy guaca freaking moly. That qualifies as a youth basketball. Yeah. Okay, so two of these could easily fill a room. Mm-hmm. The the regular bitty boomers. I bet you two of these eight foots could fill a basketball court. Yeah, the eight inches. Yeah. Yeah, easily. That thing massive. Absolutely, and of course, let's see. I'm uh, seeing you, She Hulk. I'm seeing Groot. Black Panther. Cap. Yeah. Venomized Cap. Yeah. Carnage. Hulk. Osmolus. Hulk. To oh, go with She Hulk. Nice, uh, they got a nice Spider-Man No Way Home one. Yeah. The black old look. Yeah, where he turns the suit inside out. Which is what we discovered. Why it's black and gold. Um, Iron Man, which I use that one in my work bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loki, Miles Morales. Yeah. I use the Thor one. Thanos looks amazing. Yes, he does. Venom looks great. And like you said, Venomized Captain America. There, there are some, some good looking ones here. Yeah. They're, I will see. I'm going to, I want to see what the specs are on this eight inch one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Built-in rechargeable battery, yay. Yep. USB and micro SD slots, okay. Up to eight hours of playtime. Which is just like what we have now. Microphone built in. Ooh, wow. Use it along with your uh, your phone. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, eight hours of room rocking wireless music play on a single charge. Easily connect to any Bluetooth-enabled device. Uh, don't have a Bluetooth device, that's no problem. We've included the USB and micro SD ports as other options to play your tunes. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah, that's that's all that it says. Looking at the back, it's got the power on button, uh-huh. mute button, volume up and down, mm-hmm. uh, the micro SD card, so you can load music in that way. Uh, USB B and USB or USB A and USB uh, C. C. Yeah, USB C looks like yeah. So you could probably connect. Uh, well, you can connect an iPod. if you have an old iPod, you can connect that to it or. Yeah, or if you've iPad. got like old phone that uh, you do, it doesn't have the SIM card, but you do have music on it, uh, or use uh, or use it on Wi-Fi. Okay. I've started doing that. Yeah, I've I've started. Uh, I've dug out one of my old phones, and I just have music, and I connect to the Wi-Fi for it. I want to know if there's a, more of these uh, eight-inch speakers now. It I is. There is a babe, there's a Rogu eight-inch. Okay. Uh, let me check under Disney. Curious to see what there would be under Disney eight inch. Nothing. Okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah, it looks like these two uh, eight inches are the only two that they've got yet. It's all right though. I'm I'm cool with that. If they sell well, I'm yeah. sure they'll see more. Yeah. I was gonna say I'm surprised there wasn't an eight inch stitch. That would almost be actual size. True. I will say this though, I do like the little green men in costume. Yeah, the, the yeah. alien remixes they call them. But I just want a regular little green alien, LGA. Yeah, that would be that would be cool. But I also want a damn too, green army man. So anyway, um, but <laughs> before we totally derailed the show, the the other uh, affiliate to check out, which is one that you heard at the beginning of the show or before the show intro, uh, our good friends over at toink.com. Use code yoink rhymes with boink. Yep, but not spelled like those. T O Y N K dot com. Uh, use code WINGEEKS15 for 15% off your purchase. Free shipping in the continental U.S. And uh, we started a few weeks ago, our almost a month, I guess it's a month 
as of today that we started um our picks are our pick marvel pick from toink except eric had the exception because well he's a jeopardy champion so i'm a former jeopardy champion i'm going off the reservation for that one pick i think that was the is that the only thing from jeopardy they had on there Mm, it's the only one i remember on there that does not mean much though Gotcha. Well, my pick for this week is Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Badge ID card replica set. I knew you were going to pick that at some point. So I do it. Great for your cosplay because, you know, you could go to any Comic-Con convention dressed in street clothes and flash that left and right because you're a plain clothes S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. That works, right? Yeah, that works. Because we saw in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they wore everyday clothing. Yeah, or just just put on a suit, and you're like Agent Coulson. Yeah, so you had the suit look, but you also had the generic look. Yeah. Because look at Mac. He was T-shirt. does lumberjacks. What's that? S.H.I.E.L.D. does not have lumberjacks. Mac is rocking the lumberjack look right now. No, the other Mac. I carried the... Oh, oh. I carried the axe, axe shotgun. You, you failed to clarify your Max. No, I clarified the Mac. You just went to the wrong Mac. Well, I default to that Mac because he is my Mac. Yeah, that's true. He is my son. So, But I guarantee you, if he could get access to a shotgun axe, he would totally rock it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this week's pick, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. badge card replica set. And I already know what I'm going to pick next time. It's my turn to pick. Okay. But That's we will just time. off on that. That is next week. Yes, so, I know what I will be picking. So we are not going to cover She-Hulk this week because, one, Kylan's not here. Two, there's this thing that happened called D23. Oh, it's still happening. It's just done for the day. Right. We're recording on, well, normally we record on Thursday nights, um, much to the delight of our AI Thursday. But tonight um, we are recording on Saturday night. So that actually works in our favor because we can report on, we can discuss uh, Marvel announcements that were made at D23 earlier today. Oh, hello, gentlemen. Nice to join. Nice that you could join us, Thirsty. Yum, 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 yum. You know, she says that fast enough. It's almost like she's saying meow, 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 like the old meow mix commercial. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so today at time of recording was the Lucasfilm Marvel Studios panel. They go through and talk about upcoming projects. Well, Marvel. Reading the fans at D23, Kevin Feige said he's been coming to D23 for years, taking in all the performances the other studios in in the Disney family bring to the stage, because I've always been a little jealous. Why can't we have our own musical number? And then all of a sudden, I could do this all day from the show within a show, Rogers. Oh, the musical (laughs) uh, comes to life on stage. 22 performers, a six piece live rhythm section and composer conductor Mark Shaman, who wrote the song for Hawkeye. Okay, fair enough. It was due. Uh, Then Feige returned to the stage, reviewing recent announcements, including the multiverse saga, uh, the conclusion of Phase 4, the Phase 5 slate, and Phase 6 titles that include Fantastic Four and the two new Avengers films, The King Dynasty and Secret Wars. So Phase 4 wraps with... Uh, Black or Wakanda Forever. Uh, phase five begins with Ant Man Wasp on a Mania. So, uh, so here are what is they're going to continue creating exciting and connected MC storylines for 
Disney Plus with the following shows. Ironheart. Okay. Uh, executive producer Ryan Coogler offered fans an early look at the new series that takes place after the events of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Dominique Thorne returns as Riri Williams, a young genius inventor determined to make her mark on the world. Her take on building iron suits is both brilliant and flawed, and Ironheart delves into the dynamics of tech versus magic. Yes. Did you mention the hood? Not yet. Okay. Uh, Feige invited Anthony Ramos to the stage. Great fans share a little bit about his character. Parker Robbins, a.k.a. The Hood. I was just a little, you know, jumping the gun just a little bit. Uh, the series is slated for Disney Plus in 2023. Uh, streaming on Disney Plus beginning October 7th is Marvel Studios' first ever special presentation, Werewolf by Night. Can we talk about that trailer just for a moment? Yeah. Now, director Michael Giacchino joined Feige on stage alongside stars Gail Garcia, uh, Gail Garcia Bernal, and Laura Donnelly to give the fans new details and the first trailer for the upcoming special that Feige called Fun Scary. That This is like the second time they've gone full black and white. For something. Now, the first, of course, was like the very first, you know, episode of you know, one division. Right. And this looks like one division. This looks like a departure from like what people have come to expect from the MCU. Right. Um, especially lately, because and this is this has been a criticism of recent um, MCU endeavors. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot differentiating them. They all seem to have a lot of the same formula. This one, this one seems rather different. It looked for all the world like they were aping the old Universal monster movies. Yeah, and I hope that they keep this. I've I've heard, I've heard uh, someone say that this this special this um, this will be done in black and white, and I'm really hoping that it is. Because you wouldn't think that the that just doing something in black and white could make a difference, but it does. Yeah. I mean, and, and I keep thinking of not just the, the Universal movies, but Young Frankenstein. Yeah. That movie have been as good as, uh, as le- well, I don't want to see, say the word legendary, but legendary. Would it have been as iconic if they had done it in color? See, I've seen instances where they've colorized parts of Young Frankenstein. It's like, no, no, it it's, needs to stay black and white. Exactly. So, I mean, to me, when I first saw the, the trailer, to me, it played like the whole thing as if they're showing uh, surveillance videos from inside this lab or security videos from the lab that has audio with it. I could see that, but no, it just, it felt like an old black and white horror movie. Yeah. And honestly, there doesn't seem to be much humor in it. Mm-mm. Well, okay, there's one where clearly the animatronic corpse will say, I'll be rotting for all of you yeah. instead of rooting. I, it, that, But I liked that. It, it was a, an attempt at humor that really was just not, it, it did not take itself seriously. To me, this is almost a nod to Roger Corman because it's the type of film he would do. I could see that. And in many ways, I almost wish they would have let I'm sure if he hadn't gotten burned with Fantastic Four, I bet you he would have done this. Because this has got that Gorman B-movie vibe to it. It does. It does. Um, 
the production values look too high for it, though. Well, modern age, but I, I know, I know, I know. But there is that there is that rough quality. Yeah, that yeah. rough quality to Corman movies. That I mean, if you're gonna go full retro, go full retro. Right. If you if you're gonna do like Indiana Jones with it, yes, it's a tribute. It's an homage to Corman and the other classic D horror films. Which is fine. We, I don't think we really ever said what we expected from Werewolf by Night. Well, so this definitely goes beyond my expectations in a very well, good way. Yeah, I'm trying to keep my expectations low because, because honestly, I've I've kind of been burned of late. Right. It just it. I, I th- and I'm going to go ahead and say She-Hulk is She-Hulk's kind of let me down, but they are slowly getting it to where I expected it. Yeah, Miss Marvel was built right. Miss Marvel ended on such a strong note. It made up for the fact that the first two and a half episodes were total cringy. Yeah, She-Hulk started strong, to be honest with you. I vaguely remember this week's episode. Well, I just finished watching it, so... One thing in this to keep us from going down the the road of full recap, one of the things that I really, really enjoyed about the sensational She-Hulk run wasn't just that she would break the fourth wall. Actually, now I now I shows. Not only would she just break the fourth wall, she would fully acknowledge that it was a comic book. Yeah. She knew she was in a comic. Yeah. And there was an there was a, a moment at the beginning of this week's episode, and there was a moment early on in last week's episode where she is breaking the fourth wall and she is talking about the show as a show. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, you know, you know, uh, like you look happy. You must know that Wong's in it. You know, it's it's great when he's in the show because I get Twitter armor for a week. Uh, speaking of which, something we did not bring up last week that should have brought up as an honorable mention for last week's episode. Uh-huh. When they showed all the social media stuff talking about She-Hulk, named She-Hulk, mm-hmm. those were actual posts. Those weren't made up Shh. for the show. They went out and grabbed actual stuff off the internet mm. from when they announced it. It's like, do you? And those obviously were all the people who never read comics, who never realized there was a She-Hulk comic has been since the 70s. I I still think some of that was just made up, but... No, they came out and said they just took it right off the internet. Mm-hmm. They took all the shaming off the internet. It's just like the same thing with, oh, why did they do, you know, female Hulk, or f- female Thor? Uh, well, because that was a key key point in the key story arc yeah. in recent Thor by Jason Aaron. Yeah, Jason Aaron, you know. So, um, so yeah, the Werewolf by Night, I'm... I'm excited that they're putting it out for October or Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a great offering. Yes. Uh, just like, you know, we're going to have the Guardians holiday special for Christmas. I, um, I love the timing. It's, I, I'm loving the look of it. Um, I'm going to see it as an homage at the moment to Roger Corman, to his style B-movies in the B-movies of that era. Yeah. Isn't, that, I, isn't that when like, Werewolf by Night came out? It was in the 60s? Um. Oh, I can't remember. 60s, early 70s? Uh, I want to say 70s. Um, 1972. Okay, so it still fits in that same time period then. Yeah. Uh, of all the various cheesy uh, yeah, and of course, movie style films. 
the the title character has got to be named Jack Russell. Yeah, I mean that that literally was the first comic book version character's name. Well, we can only hope. Now I don't, I don't know was, if there's I don't know if there's any information on IMDb about it. Um, now we say his first appearance was in Marvel Spotlight number two from February 1972, but um, Marvel's predecessor, which was Atlas at the time, published a five page short story titled Werewolf by Night in July 1953. So yeah, it uh, that was it. That was it until 1972, because the Comics Code authorities got relaxed the year before that. Right. Well, according to IMDb, this is the cat. These are the eight people identified in the cast already. Okay. Gail Garcia Bernal is Jack Russell, Werewolf by Night. Yes. Laura Donnelly, Elsa Bloodstone. Yes. Harriet Samson Harris, Barusa. I believe she's the host that we see in this trailer. Makes sense. Uh, Eugene Onda is Linda. Kirk R. Thatcher is in this, but not identified his character. Uh, I wonder, could he be anything? That was something that I really, I, I was really pumped to see. Watching the trailer, and <laughs> Mike will tell you, when, uh, when we started our Skype call, I was just, I, I was just pointing back at my TV going, we got Evan Man Thing! We got Evan Man Thing! Yeah, uh, Jacob Maya as Jake Gomez, Shaw Shanty as Drunk Man, and Al Hummacher as Billy Swan. And one thing that I did not know uh, to be until you mentioned it, Michael Giacchino is, is going to be directing this. Yes. The same Michael Giacchino who did music for Up, Ratatouille, and The Incredibles. Yeah. I look forward to the music. I am now looking forward to the music of Werewolf by Night. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to the show in general. Because I, I was a sucker growing up as a kid for like monsters. Oh yeah. Friday the thirteenth series, uh Outer Limits, the old Twilight Zones, uh Night Gallery, Tales from the Crypt. All that type of stuff. I I dug all the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went looking actually for monsters on my Roku to uh-huh. see who's streaming it. I didn't see it. Hmm. So I would love to pull it up. It was a fun show. <laughs> uh, next up after that was the thrilling new series that will launch in 2023, Secret Invasion. Oh. Don Cheadle reprises his role of Colonel James Rhodes. And was on hand to talk about the show. Uh, the cast also includes Colby Smolders, Samuel L. Jackson, Ben Mendelson as Scroll Talos, plus Olivia Coleman, Amelia Clark, and Kingsley Ben Adar. There's some Dude. name I'm not seeing here that I, I, I know that we're thinking the same thing. Sharon Blinn. Why Sharon isn't she Blinn. here? We, we, we need to see some Blinn here. We need Blinn action. Yep. All this beautiful. All this beautiful. One thing that I did see in this trailer was someone who looked a whole heck of a lot like Agent Coulson. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It was one of those blink and you miss it things. But wouldn't it not be perfect to bring him back after all this time? I mean, that honestly, we... I think the MCU really, the the mainstream MCU has just, it it has been diminished just a little bit 
by a lack of Colson. Yeah. Because he was he was so fundamental in phase one. Oh, yeah. With all the one shots, with all the with all the cameos and everybody else's yeah. movies and it's like the one uh, I was watching the one shots last week on Disney Plus. It's like, oh wow, they're here. Let me watch these. <laughs> uh the item forty seven. Yes. You know, at the end. Uh Colson oh wait, yeah, still a little too soon. <laughs> Because <laughs> it takes place after the event. Yeah, but uh, gotta have. Well, I mean, we get Maria Hill back. Yeah. So that was that was a good bit, and especially the the acknowledgement. Yeah. You know, it's like I've tried calling you, you know, a bunch of times, and you've been content to let it go to voicemail. I, it it just feels like we're getting the band back together. Yep. Uh, with the event, it showcases a faction shape shifting scrolls who have been infiltrating Earth for years. We don't know if this is good faction or bad faction. It would. I would hope that if you're bringing back Talos and hopefully, hopefully, you know, Sharon, then this scroll is the good scroll. Could be going but, after some radicals. Yeah, there could be like a rogue group. Uh, now, Sheetal Segway into another project he'll star in, uh, <clears throat> which went missing during Comic-Con. I was like, wait, where is this? Armor Wars. They have waited too long to do Armor Wars. Uh, Rhodey fans will see the character in a whole new light. Considering the title of the series, audiences can look forward to all new suits for the hero featuring different types of armor. They waited too long to do Armor Wars. See, I thought part of the key with Armor Wars was Tony Stark as well. Now, exactly. we, have no, now we have no Tony. The whole the whole thrust of the Armor Wars in the comics was because Spymaster basically stole the secrets of the Iron Man armor, sold them to Justin Hammer. So the Armor Wars was basically him trying, you know, Tony trying to basically destroy all the tech that got stolen from him. Yeah, which that, I which I thought we were we almost at the start of Armor Wars with Iron Man Two. Yes, almost, but not almost. quite. Oh, that drop real. Now you know it could be that he's that they're fighting for Tony's legacy, or somebody hacked his system post mortem, and you could still bring him back as a you know like a Friday type AI. Right, but. I don't know. You could pull it off, but I, I said what I said. They waited too late to do an Armor Wars. Yeah. Uh, up next, production for season two of Loki is already on underway. Mm-hmm. Arriving to D23 directly from set were Tom Hiddleston, Owen Wilson, Sophia DiMartino, and Ki-Hu Kwan. Ki-Hu Kwan. Which? Short round. Short round and data from the Goonies. That's right. And it was mentioned he's already in... Uh, Indiana Jones, the new Indiana Jones film is being brought back for it. I could see that. I could see that. I think I would like that because you kind of have to wonder, you know, what happened to short round. Yeah. Uh, so fans also got a glimpse at the upcoming season that picks up in the aftermath of the shocking season finale. Loki finds himself in a battle for the soul of the time variance authority. Season two begins streaming in 2023. Up next, cast members from Echo, including Eloqua Cox, Vincent D'Onofrio, Devery Jacobs, Graham Green, Cody Lightning, and Chase Spencer hit the stage, providing some insight about Maya Lopez, whose ruthless behavior in New York City catches up with her in her hometown. Audience members were also treated to a special look at the upcoming series that also stars Tantu Cardinal and Zon McLaren. Uh, the new series will stream soon on Disney+. Graham Green is still around. 
I I did not remember him. I, I don't remember. All right. I have not heard of him in a while. Yeah, it's been a long while. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, I remember him in The Green Mile. Uh-huh. Uh, he was also in uh, Maverick and Die Hard with a Vengeance uh-huh. and also in Dances with Wolves. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's actually, yeah, I, I'm, I'm liking that. I'm liking that because I'm, well, first of all, I'm glad he's still around. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, you know, he's. According to Wikipedia, he's uh, he's seventy years old now, so he's actually younger than I thought he was. I'm trying to who he is. Um, he was the he was the first prisoner to on death row to to uh, to be electrocuted. He was the one that they used for all the test runs. No, 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 no. That was the janitor. Gotcha. Okay, we're gonna have to go back. Yeah, he was he he was the one where the the one instance where everything went like it was supposed to. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Huh. I got to I got to take a look at this um, because he was in Red Dead Redemption too. That's right. He was the voice of uh, Chief Rains. So, Chief Rains false. Wait a minute. He was this O Dogs. Okay, I I, I now recognize who. He is. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's hit his IMDb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's 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 move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you started this tangent. <laughs> I know. I know. But as you said, Graham Green, I thought I have not heard that name in a while. Uh, he was in. Uh, First word sounds like. Yeah. Oh, he was in Defiance. Oh crap! Remember that show? <laughs> yes, folks. This this uh, issue has turned into the Graham Green Appreciation Hour. Operation E twenty three. Graham <laughs> Green. It's not easy being green. No, but uh, no, I'm 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 glad to see that he's going to be joining the Echo Cast or that he has joined the Echo Cast. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, he was also in the Outer Limits in six. So there. <laughs> so um. Okay, after so, Echo. So it's c- to continue on. Production doesn't kick off until next year for Daredevil Born Again. But Feige and D'Onofrio were eager to chat about the new show coming to Disney+. Plus. Fans then went, went wild when Charlie Cox appeared on stage to discuss the 18-episode new season show. 18 episodes? Yep. Holy <laughs> By far one of the longest yeah? series that has been put out on Disney Plus. I don't season wise. Netflix didn't even have that many episodes per season. No. I think yeah. it was what, twelve? So yeah. Over thirteen. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Agents of Shield when it pops up on Disney Plus, but that was a show that was actually had a season run on that ABC not- for a Disney Plus created show. Yes. For a show created specifically for Disney Plus, that 18 is, is huge. Yeah. It's huge. Well, I think they know that they've got the audience and they got the demand for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and since the production what not yet underway, fans were treated with a clip from an upcoming episode of She-Hulk, Turning at Law, that features Daredevil. Now we're going to move on over to, uh, from this panel, we're going to move over to the MCU, starting with the last film of the Phase 4, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, director Ryan Coogler shared an exclusive look at a scene and some highlights from the much-anticipated follow-up. Uh, much to the crowd's delight, cast members Angela Bassett, who I have met person. No, her husband was the narrator, uh, Courtney B. Vance, at Candlelight last year. Yeah. Um, it- not often that I get really jealous of you doing your day job. That was definitely one of them. I didn't realize it was her right away. Because, you know, she looked like a normal guest. She did not look all dolled up like, like you would typically expect her to be. She wasn't wearing anything Wakandan. Is that what you're telling me? That too. Okay. She was there with her kids. 
with the family. So, I mean, I was thrown off. It was great, though. It's like, oh, hello, yeah. how are you doing? Enjoy the show. And then afterwards, get told, yeah, that's Courtney's wife, Angela Bissett. <laughs> but I should have looked at her and went, my queen, and did the Wakanda <laughs> salute. Yeah, she, if she had a dollar for every time somebody did that, I'm sure she would uh, have a lot of dollars. Well, if if I find out she's doing Candlelight this year, because Courtney mentioned something about having the having them back to back in the future, if she comes, well, with him, I give him a salute because he he was uh, the the instructor in Tuskegee Airmen, the flight instructor. There you uh, go. I can't can't remember his name right offhand, uh, but he's also the sonar guy in Humphrey October. Yes, and he's the astronaut that gets a concussion in Space Cowboys. I know Courtney's work. <laughs> I okay. Now, Hunt for Red October, you got me. Now, I got you. I do not remember that part of Space Cowboys. Yep. See, I'm a court. I, I, I love Courtney's work. Okay. Court, Courtney got me with Hunt for or got me initially with Skeegee Airman on HBO. So, and I even told him I I had just watched that prior to him coming up, coming to uh, to Epcot Candlelight. Well, like, there you go. I just watched that too because I, I love that show. I said, I almost wish. Like they did with Malcolm Jamal Warner. I almost wish they brought you back. I almost wish Lucas brought you in for Red Tails. He goes, I would love to have done that. Oh, yeah. So, especially if he played a different role. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Angela Bissett, uh, Latito White, which when I read her name, when I got this email earlier, I was surprised, especially with all the controversy and everything with her of she was pulling out of the movie. Yeah. She didn't want, she didn't want to vaccinate. And then she was getting injured. Look, look, if Ezra Miller can keep his movie going, (laughs) it's not, it's dead. I know, but still, but this just tells you it's things could be overlooked. Yeah. Well, or probably somebody got to her and said, you don't realize what you're giving up here and what type of career suicide this will be. Okay. I'll look at it this way. I, I have, talked to enough behind the scenes people in my day we will never know all the shenanigans that go on when the cameras aren't rolling right and that go on with making a movie oh, I agree. So nothing nothing surprises me anymore i'll agree with that but uh I mean, yeah, it 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 does kind of surprise you, but but it, you know, when all this was coming out, none of this surprised me because look at all the other people in Hollywood at the time that had similar scenarios because they didn't want to vaccinate and everything else. They would rather go ahead and test every day instead of getting a shot in the arm. And that's fine. As long as they followed the protocols that were set forth by, by SAG. And I think a lot of that film was shot in California. So they got to follow the California rules as well. As long as they're following the rules, cool. Now, she was getting grief and everything else. I, I, my issue was when they came out and had to make a big deal over the fact of, oh, because of the fact that she's an anti-vaxxer, which was the label being thrown around at the time. Yeah. That she's now going to quit the film because there's too much pressure. I think that's what I had problems with. I had problems with she let it get to that point, and I'm upset with the production team that they let it get to that point. That that was a threat. That was a very viable, almost a very viable commitment that happened. I think what may have been a saving grace is the fact that she did get severely injured on set, and it gave her time to heal. Yeah, and gave her a mental break from the film and all the pressures going on. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, the phrase cooler heads prevail, mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of truth to it. Yeah. And I'm glad that she is back. Yes, very much so. I'm glad that she's back because 
you wouldn't want to have to recast her. Right. Especially considering that, you know, there is no Bozeman around. That, you know, Chadwick right. Bozeman could not be back for this. Right. You want to hold as much of the of the cast together as possible. Right. Uh, so still coming out, uh, Winston Duke, and uh, who's Mabaka, Mabaku, and Tanakh Huerta, Namor, joining Kugler and Feige on stage. I am I'm interested to see what they do with Namor. Uh, in the story, the Wakandans fight to protect their nation from intervening world powers in the wake of King Chachala's death. The heroes must band together to forge a new path for the kingdom. Uh, also starring uh, Lupita Nyong'o, mm-hmm. Danny Guerrero, Florence Kasumba, Dominic Thorne, uh, who will be Riri Williams. This will be the first appearance of Riri before her show. Um, Michaela Cole, Mabel Kadina, who is Namora. Namora or Namorita? Namora. N-A-M-O-R-A. Hmm. Alex Levini, or Levinelli, who is Atuma, and Martin Freeman is Everett Ross. Uh, it's the big screen, November 11th. It's interesting to see Atuma mentioned. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been reading today, as we've been recording, uh, before we recorded, that a lot of people are upset about Shuri being Black Panther. I'm like, I that, didn't necessarily it, catch that in the trailer. I mean, it, it happened in the comics. Right. She is Which logical, is fine. She is a logical choice to succeed him. Right. But from what I have seen based on merch, we have a male Black Panther in the film, and it's not T'Challa. Unless the unless the figure is T'Challa right before he dies, which would be kind of okay. If I were in charge of Marvel tie-in merch for Hasbro or whoever, I would. And and we knew that Shuri was going to be Black Panther. I would not leak that. Would not play that until the movie breaks. Okay. I mean, I just I wouldn't. Well, I, I wouldn't be showing a Black Panther in general. I mean, okay, a Black Panther I would show is the one that they are doing, which is the Marvel Legends series comic book look okay. Black Panther. I'm totally fine with that. I just, that is something that could be a major spoiler. Right. And so you would not want to release that before the movie. Right. Now, I don't, I didn't see... A, I did not interpret Shuri as the next Black Panther from that clip. No. Uh, I did not, but that is not to say that it couldn't happen. And I, I'm i now going back and thinking when all this was released and I saw this Black Panther, I probably misinterpreted the comic book look for the film because it was all tied into the characters from the film, yeah. like Akoya, Neymar, Akia. Uh, now, also, also, I know you've got it on your list, but this this kind of this kind of relates to it. The game, I think it's a game. Yeah. It, a game, it could be an animated feature, but... has no name. It has no name. It is a period piece. It is a World War II period piece featuring Black Panther and Captain America. Then a, a soldier and a spy. Mm-hmm. It I'm looked wa- like a member of the Dora Milaje. Yeah. And looked like it looked like a howling commando. Could that have possibly been early Nick Fury? Could be an early Nick Fury. Could have been, let's see... T'Chaka would not be, he would still be a little too old for that or too young for it, for him to have been the Black Panther. No, it could, have, it could have been him. You think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it could have. We'll see. There could have been. Um, but, 
I mean, could be dumb dumb. Well, no, no, I don't think it was dumb dumb. That, that soldier was not dumb dumb. I don't think it was Bucky. Could have. It could have been Bucky. It could have been any member of the commandos. Yeah. It just was not dumb dumb because it was not. He was the soldier was not beefy enough. And he was not wearing a derby. Yeah, he was wearing a helmet. Yeah. So, uh, so after so that's November 11th when that comes out. Uh, then to kick off Phase Five, joining Feige were her Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, and Jonathan Majors or Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. When, whenever I read that or say that, I want to go into Hulk Hogan mode. <laughs> Ant Man, oh, brother! Ant Man, ready when Quantum Mania comes for you. Say your prayers. Take your pim pim particles. Uh, the audience was treated to an exclusive look at the film that features superhero partner Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne, who team up with Hope's parents, Hank and Janet, and Scott's daughter, Cassie Lang, to explore the quantum realm, interacting with strange new creatures, embarking on an adventure that will push them beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. Uh, this will be hitting theaters February 17th, 2023, and the film will connect to Avengers The King Dynasty, according to Feige. Well, makes sense. Uh, Feige then continued on, officially confirmed that Matt Shackman, who directed every episode of Division, would be directing Fantastic Four. That film opens in theaters November 8th, 2024. Well, we knew it. We yeah. knew it. We knew it was coming. We yep. knew it was, you know, once once uh, Disney acquired Fox, it, we knew that we were going to get a Fantastic Four. Now, here's the question. And I know this is way too early. Do you bypass the origin story like you did for MCU Spider-Man? Yes and no. Because I think Kylan and I talked about it last week, or we may have talked about it as a group. I want to see the origin done as an end credit scene. Two, two to three minute little thing that briefly leads up to how the group gets their powers and then cut either cut back to the credits or cut to black. Okay. What if it was in a movie prior to it? Oh, yeah. I think that's what it's going to have to be. Like, say, let's just use Quantum Mania. Uh, I think Quantum Mania is going to be too soon. Okay. Well, I'm just pulling one out. Right. Maybe, maybe Avengers the King. Um, King Dynasty. Yeah, the King Dynasty. I can't believe I blanked on that. Well, I mean, there are a few other films coming out that have been announced. Yeah. Because uh, not knowing when... Okay, the film opens theaters November 8, 2024. Uh, yeah. This next film I was going to talk about doesn't come out until 2024 as well, so that would be too soon. Well, actually, no, maybe not. So up next is continuing Sam Wilson's journey as Captain America is a brand new film headed to theaters in 2024, Captain America New World Order. And love the fact that they are bringing in somebody from not a a dedicated MCU movie. Right. Uh, director Julius Ona joined Feige on stage. Together, they welcomed uh, returning stars Anthony Mackie, Danny Ramirez, and Carl Lumby. Wasn't Ramirez the uh, Joaquin Torres? Wasn't he? Wasn't he the one that was basically Sam's liaison in mm-hmm. uh, Winter Soldier? And it's already being alluded he's going to take over the Falcon. Well, he did in comics, even yeah. though not quite the same way. Right. And then Carl Lumby was Isaiah Bradley. He will be back. So we are 
like we talked about, of course, it's Isaiah's grandson that becomes the Patriot. Right. Could we potentially, uh, I'm just going to say, we could potentially get the Patriot out of this as well. Uh, you know, I would not, I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. I, I liked Isaiah Bradley in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, they joined new cast members, Tim Blake Nelson. That's who I'm talking about. You may remember him as the leader in The Incredible Hulk. And we, the last time we saw him, there was that chemical dripping into an open wound on his forehead, and he was smiling. So, uh, it was also on hand, as well as Shira Haas, who will play Sabra. <gasps> nice. Uh, Captain America, New World Order. It's theaters May 3rd, 2024. I'm, I am surprised that they're bringing in Sabra. I am pleasantly surprised they're bringing in Sabra. So would, would it be wrong for us to put on our T Public store? Yes. The NWO logo overlaid on top of Cap Shield? Probably. Or yes. Falcon's Wings? Probably so, yes. And that I the color, and that the, instead of the white, it's all the outline of, you, you knew I was going to go there, didn't you? I knew you were going to go there. And then, uh... Finally, uh, la- I'm going to mention this next film, which was the last film, and then go back. Uh, Feige capped the Marvel Studios presentation with the Marvels, uh, revisiting key moments in the MCU before welcoming to the stage director Nia DaCosta, cast members Iman Vellani, Tayona Harris, and Brie Larson. Uh, fans were given a special look at scenes from the new movie, which opens July 28th, 2023. That there could be a, either New World Order or the Marvels could be where we could get a Fantastic Four in credit scene. Mm-hmm. Because maybe what if it was the actions of something from the Marvels that causes the cosmic accident that thus then creates the Fantastic Four? Well, okay, because you've got Captain Marvel, she's got the cosmic tie-in. You're going to have Photon, who could have a cosmic tie-in. And Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel, who we don't know what's happened to her now, but there's a potential cosmic tie in. There is a potential cosmic tie in there, especially depending on what those bands actually do. Yeah. I mean, we could still we could still be looking at mega bands. Mm -hmm. We could still be looking at the quantum bands. Yeah. So, I mean, there could be there could be that tie in there. Yeah. And I, I think that's uh, it's a big deal. I, I think to me, that seems like the most fitting because I would think they would have a cast picked for Fantastic Four by that point. Yes. And even though the movie's done, if the movie's done, we're talking an end credit scene that could be filmed any time. In credit scene. You're right. Absolutely. But I think giving them till July 28th to get a cast and get that initial scene of, okay, here's what we're going to do. Y'all aren't wearing the Fantastic Four uniforms yet. Y'all are in space. Maybe you're on the space station. Something happens on the space station. Or really, you don't have to have the cast. They, they they were they were one of the joyriders on the Bezos <laughs> Bezos yeah, ship. They, you don't really even have to have the cast there. There is a way that you can tell that story. There are ways you can tell that story without having them in the scene. True. I mean, if they're in spacesuits, we don't have to see their faces. You don't have to see their faces. Number one, number two. You could just get an exterior shot of the ship. True, but I think I think that would be the best choice to throw in the inner the the origin, yeah. and it doesn't have to be much. No, it doesn't. I mean, granted, the Fantastic Four does not have the same level of uh, presence, I guess, as Spider Man right. or Batman, because I mean, we 
everybody and their brother knows how Spider-Man got his powers. Right. So, so when it came to introduce Tom Holland, they didn't have to do the, they didn't have to show the actual accident. They yeah. didn't have to show the actual spider bite. But how, how did they do it? Tony asks Peter, so how'd you get your powers? Goes, I got bit by the spider at this facility. Yeah. Cool. Origin story done, told, moving along. Exactly. If you feel you got to do the origin story for Fantastic Four, in credit scene, two, three minutes, set it up, show the accident about to happen or hitting the ship, done. Yeah. Maybe there's a transmission leading up to it from Michigan Charl, whatever, that you never hear from the, or if you hear from the ship, it's all garbled because of the interference from whatever. Yeah. That and way you, you can't identify stuff, anyone. You could have somebody on the radio hollering, you know, Dr. Richards. Are you okay? Please report. Hello, hello, that sort of thing. Yep. I mean, again, it, you don't have to have the cast visible. Now, I would say I will laugh if they show whatever they're in, ship, space station, whatever, gets hit by this thing and flying off of it. It's this robot that looks like her. Oh, <laughs> okay. I that would laugh. That would be hilarious. I would laugh. Okay. So now to get to the film before they wrapped with the Marvels, if you heard the following names mentioned, what would you think? Julia Louise Dreyfus, Seinfeld, David Harbour, Hannah awesome. John, Hannah John Kamen, Sebastian Stan, Wyatt Russell. Uh, I Ol- think the name you're looking for is Olga Kurilenko. Yep. And Florence Pugh. What would you say? I would say I hear thunder. Thunderbolt and lightning. Very, very frightening. Please. Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. That so is we, our Thunderbolts pickup. Yeah. So you know, we talked about a Thunderbolts lineup. I was thinking Abomination. I didn't I, think I didn't think we were getting a Thunderbolts casting so soon. Considering yeah. this isn't supposed to release until after Secret War, Avengers Secret War. Yeah. No, no. It, it is. Wait, is it at the end of Phase Five? Um. Or is it end of Phase? Yes, it's end of Phase Five. I think. Well, I mean, I don't see any reason why you don't announce it. So I mean, you know, you know, it's coming. Yep. Yeah. So the so the actors I read off their characters: Valentina Allegra de Fontana, Red Guardian, Ghost, Bucky, U.S. Agent, Taskmaster, and Yelena Belova. Uh, I mean, we named a few of those. Yeah. Bucky's a surprise. No, not really. To me, he is, especially if tied in with Captain America, especially if they were going to do Cap and Winter Soldier. But looking at this now, you've got Red Guardian, Bucky, Taskmaster, and Yelana. All four of those were former communist Russia ties to old Soviet Union means yeah. and programs. That's uh, that's quite interesting. Well, I've, I'm, I'm looking at... It's almost doing Alpha Flight. Almost. I'm looking on a, a list from Polygon uh, about the D23 announcements, and they say, think of them as the suicide squad of the MCU, but without the cringy method acting. Yeah. I I could see that. I could see that as them. Now, the I mean, question is. Ensemble of misfit heroes? Yeah, I see that. I, I don't know. I I am not surprised. To, well, okay. Yes, I am a little surprised to see Red Guardian, but he always thought of himself as a hero anyway. So probably he'd been one of the first people to sign up. Well, in Russia, he was a hero. Yeah. I mean, he was, yeah. And really the same go for a U.S. agent. But we, we kind of knew U.S. agent was going to be there. Yeah. We, we, we knew, well, we knew Yolanda was going to be there. I'll show up. The, the yeah. moment we saw Val show up, we knew we were getting Thunderbolts. Going to get Thunderbolt. Yeah, Ilana, same thing. Yeah, I was still fully expecting Hawkeye. Yes, did not get that. So Bucky is a surprise to me a little bit. 
I'm still I'm surprised to not see Baron Zemo. Yes. Because in the comics, he's the one that originated him. Yeah. I'm also a little surprised too, like you said, we're not getting abomination because Valentina could have the power to I mean, she comes across as if she's got the power to overthrow any parole board's rulings or judges' rulings. Well we need you for a secret mission. Well, he did get his parole. Right. But he was told if he if he changed into abomination ever again, his well, ride back to jail. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, Val prob Val probably does have the uh, the clout to say this was extenuating circumstance. Get it amended to where if he's on a mission for the Thunderbolts, he could, you know, he can be abomination. Right. So that's that. that that's all that came out of today's movie or Lucasfilm, Marvel, Disney, uh, or 20th Century Fox or 20th, 20th Century Films panel. So what was your biggest surprise from all this? Uh, my, I guess the Thunderbolts casting, my biggest surprise. That and Werewolf by Night. I mean, I knew we were getting it. Yeah. But to get the trailer. For something that comes out in less than a month, that was that was a shot. Yeah, um, a pleasant shot. Yeah, I would say casting for Thunderbolts probably either that or the announcement of Armor Wars. Yeah, and one was a pleasant surprise. The other one, I I'll say it again, they waited too long to do Armor Wars. Yeah. See, I thought when Armor Wars wasn't mentioned at San Diego, they had come to their senses and said, "Yeah, it's too late for it. It's done." I mean, you got to have a good story. You got to have a good story. That's that's one I don't have a lot of hope for. Well, so please, so I hope they surprise. Like like I said, I'm trying to keep my expectations low going forward, and not just and not just where Marvel's concerned, where Star Wars or or really any other Disney owned property going forward. I'm just I'm just going to I'm trying to keep my expectations managed so. You know, so JPEG cannot, it cannot devastate me. It cannot let me down. You, you cannot be let down if you don't have high hopes to begin with. It's, it's easier to add to than to take away. I would much rather be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. If wrong. Yeah. I mean, there's projects I'm looking forward to, but I'm still going to have levels of caution for those projects. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward for Werewolf by Night. Yes. Um, I want to. I, I want to find out more about Black Panther, Captain America. Oh, what that nameless project will be. That project's being put out by Sundance, Skydance, Skydance. Thank you. And there. You know what? I'll let you take this one. Hmm? Oh well, I'm just. I'm basically just taking a look at. Uh, uh, let's see here. Okay, okay. Skydance is doing a new. There's. Skydance has been around since 2010, yep. but they are developing an animation studio, and they have gotten a lot of uh, they've gotten a lot of former Disney Pixar talent. Oh yeah. So this, I'm just I'm curious as to what going to do with this. I mean, is this a game? Is this just like an animated feature? No, it it is a game. Okay. Because on Marvel.com. Uh, they mentioned, I mean, the title goes Skydance New Media and Marvel Entertainment announced upcoming game at D23 Expo. Okay, so it will definitely be a game. Right. Uh, I know what you're hoping for, and I'm hoping for the same thing. Howling Commandos. I, I, I'm almost thinking this is Nick Fury. Just looking at the photo, uh -huh. the face of the soldier is kind of a darkened face. Unless that's, but he's also carrying a, a trumpet to make Dude, it. that's Gabriel. Crap, it is. If the, so he is a howling commando. Yeah. 
Oh, wait a minute. Okay, let me let me look. Let me let me get a good look at this. So uh, this is going to be a narrative-driven ense- ensemble adventure game set in the Marvel universe. Okay. Uh, all right. Let me. While you while you're still searching, uh, it features an original story that will take players on a World War II era adventure with four playable heroes at different points in the story. Okay. No, that's not a trumpet. It's not a. That's, it's not a. Uh, it doesn't look to be a horn. It looks to be. Um, no, that looks like a trumpet, dude. It looks like it's a, a rifle, like an M1 Garand with uh, a sh- with a, a strap on it. Look at the sh- look at the shoulder close to Chala or close to Black Panther. All right, thank you. All right, it's that is a trumpet. All right, let's go the, okay. You know what? You're right. Now, okay, I was looking at the I was looking at the object in his right hand. Which is a rifle with a with a, a strap on it that looks almost like a trumpet, but no, that is a trumpet. So that is Gabriel. Well, so I, I go a little deeper in the story from Marvel.com. As the game's narrative unfolds, players will be able to play an ensemble of four characters: a young Steve Rogers, aka Captain America, a Zuri, T'Challa's grandfather, and the World War II era Black. Gabriel Jones, a soldier and member of the Howling Commandos, and Nanali, leader of the fledging Wakanda spy network. Okay, there it is. There is that. Uh... So players can look forward to intuitive controls, exhilarating second-to-second gameplay that captures the action and excitement Marvel, inspired by landmark comics, television, and films as they navigate this all-new globetrotting adventure. Interesting. So we so this does confirm what we were just talking about. It is Gabriel Jones. We are getting howling commandos. We're we're getting US Wakanda working together. And we are getting this was not T'Chaka. This is T'Chaka's father. Right. Now, uh, another game announced, Marvel World of Heroes. So if you've been playing uh, from Niantic, uh, Pokemon Go, uh, they have a Ghostbusters and Harry Potter game as well. I remember right. I'm going to go to their website. I know about Pokemon Go because I'll admit I've been playing it. Yeah, I I don't know. Pokemon Go was, was okay. Augmented reality games, I- I'm leery about. I turn I turn the AR off, so it, it's what I do. I just turn it off. Okay. But uh, other other products of theirs, uh, they have a, a build um, a mapping sharing program called uh, Lightship, okay. where you can learn to create innovative and real world AR experiences. Uh, their games. This is what I want. Games. Either game. Come on, give me games. <laughs> Your site is a game. What games? Okay. Seeing Marvel Snap coming out in October. Yep. Okay. So the games, uh, Marvel World of Heroes, which is pre, you can pre-register now. I have. Cause I'm curious. It's Marvel. Uh, NBA All World is another one that is a pre-register. Uh, Parado pre-register. Pinkman Bloom, whatever that is, is available now. Pokemon Go. Uh, and the one that started it all was Ingress Prime, which I never heard about until Pokemon. Because it literally uses the exact same engine. Pokemon uses the exact same engine. So your your uh, checkpoints or whatever that you spend to get stuff mm-hmm. are typically the same 
ones in English Prime, or they were in the very beginning. It's like, okay, we're going to take English Prime, now just retheme it. Okay. Uh, but I know there is a Ghostbusters game that looks very much the same as these, and I believe there's a Harry Potter game that looks very similar as well. So there's there's other companies. I mean, because of Pokemon Go, there's other companies doing stuff. So now I don't know. I don't think they announced this at D23, but Spider-Man is getting a sequel for the PS5. Yes. Okay. But I'm it was no, it, it was not announced yet. But we we have talked about it because that's the Miles Morales Miles Morales add-on. Or no, that's already out, isn't it? Yeah, Spider-Man Miles Morales is a different a different game. This is Spider-Man Two, and it's got it just this image that's on Marvel's website. It's the thumbnail for the video. I haven't clicked on play the video yet, but it is the white spider outfit from the first game. But it's got spider arms on it, kind of like Doc Ock. Mm, I did. I did not see that one. Um, yeah, it it does not say. It just says uh, it just says Marvel Spider-Man Two is the next game in PlayStation's critically acclaimed Marvel Spider-Man franchise, developed by Insomniac Games in collaboration with Marvel Games and PlayStation for the PS5 console. And oh my sweet goodness! Oh, and it looks. Oh yeah, uh, it will have Miles Morales in it along with Peter Parker. Uh, looks like it might could be a co-op. Okay. Uh, th- this was not announced at uh, D23. Almost said celebration. <laughs> uh, yeah, another, I mean, another the, game- video, the video has both of them playing together. Okay. Yeah, because oh. that, that same page also showed a Marvel Wolverine game, and that's, yes. not, that's not, that wasn't announced either. Yeah. But we do have a release date for Midnight Suns. Yes, December. December 2nd. Yeah. Um, yeah, this the Spider-Man 2 is going to be available on PS5, uh, release date 2023, and the uh, the reveal trailer uh, ends with the shot of Venom. Very cool. Uh, another game, uh, then another project that was announced um, was the upcoming event for uh, Marvel Future Fight. Red Hulk. With Red Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they ended with a launch date announcement for Marvel Snap, which is a card game, card-based game. Yeah. Which actually looks kind of cool. I, I, I could be down for that. Supposedly real easy to learn uh, and pick up. So, As for the Wolverine game, I have seen this video already. It is not actual gameplay. It's just like a cinematic right? where there's clearly been a bar fight and there is a guy in a cowboy hat sitting at the bar with, with a drink and there's a guy that struggles, but he gets up to his feet and he's walking towards the guy with a knife. And then as the guy walks up, you just cut back to the guy. You, you don't see his face. You see his hands holding the shot glass. Right. All of a sudden, the claws come out, and it just cuts to the title. So it looks like it's going to be an, a, a PS5 exclusive. Probably and, for a while, or at least a year, year and a yeah, half, or a couple of years. It's being developed by Insomniac, so that's a plus. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's literally all you know about it. I'll be looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. Um, then there was a panel talking about the 60 years of Spider-Man, but I have no information in regards to that panel at all. Well, 60 years, really good run. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you could watch that panel through uh, through a link on Marvel's website. So. 
Um, other than that, I don't, I don't have anything else. Well, I mean, this has been an eventful day for Marvel oh, yeah. Fan 23. I mean, there is, there's a lot to unpack, a lot to discuss. We have a lot to, stu- to discuss about what we want to see from upcoming projects. We still do. I mean, this is, this is basically our hot takes. Half of what Mike read off, I did not know about. So I'm sure that as we sit back and we think about it, I'm sure we'll have more to think about and just talk about coming next week and week after that, so on and so forth. Right. So um, I'm going to wrap us up. Any final thoughts? If Thunderbolts does well at the box office, we'll have a Thunderbolts 2, and we might see Hawkeye then. Yeah, I would hope. I would hope. Other than that, uh, the only thing I've got is Thursday, if you would, please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Uh, No, just time to go dark. 